Hey guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. Today, we're going to be speaking of singleness. I'm going to let my friends introduce themselves. We have a new guest. Yay, I'm so excited. Yay. Um, my name is Andrea. Hola, Andrea. Hola. And um, I'm Adam. Oh, you're always Well, I'm always here, so. And then we have a returning guest. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff. Yay! Okay, so when you think about singleness, what do you think? What pops into your head? Um, definitely being alone. Okay, what about you, Adam? Um, I think about being alone, but in a different way, not so much isolation, but more in an idea of solitude. What about you, Jeff? Mm, the first thing that comes to mind is freedom. Freedom. You know what I think about singleness? Fun! <laughs> <laughs> but before I get into it, because I know I already was told, let people talk. <laughs> it's okay, sister. I got your critic. Okay, anyways. Um, so why do you feel like it's uh, lonely as a, when you think about singleness? I think because when I am in a relationship, I give my all mm -hmm. and I don't um, basically half-ass it. So I'm, I don't just hang out with people to hang out. So when yeah. I'm single, I am completely single. Yeah. And I do feel completely alone because I feel like, not that people don't deserve it, but I just feel like mm -hmm. I want to give my all to them. Mm -hmm. So To that people, one person. To that one person, yeah. exactly. So I'm not that type to just go hang out with people yeah. or hang out one-on-one -on -one because I just feel if it's not going anywhere... Why I, waste your time? Yeah, why waste my time? That's exactly how I feel. I don't want to waste my time with somebody or go through the whole process of doing something when eventually all they want is to hook up and that's yeah. not what I want. So do you see singleness as a bad thing? No, not a bad thing because I do feel like I've learned, I've, I've learned to be content with being alone and I don't think that that's a bad thing because I'm fine going shopping by myself. I'm fine doing a bunch of things by yeah. myself. Of course, the more the merrier. But I do feel a sense of being content in doing things by yeah. myself. I don't feel like, oh, no, if I can't go with somebody, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I don't feel like that. I feel I can go and do things by myself. Right. Okay. What about you, Adam? Well, like, when it comes to, like, singleness? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, I feel that same way. You know, like, um, when I'm with somebody, they get a certain part of me that's not shared with anybody else. Like, yes. I agree with you on that one. Um, but for me, when it comes to singleness, like, I also feel like, oh, well, I'm alone. Like, I feel by myself. But, you know, as I grew older, I started to see it as, like, um, more of, like, a you time, like, a self-development time for you to, like, discover more of who you are and... You know, yeah. I am going to interrupt right here because I know Adam for a very long time. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, you know him longer because, you know. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but, but I remember, and my sister's mm -hmm. wedding, remember we talked yeah, about that? Yeah. We were crying because it was like, when am I going to get married? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Adam is a lover boy. He loves to be in a relationship. So it was hard for him to be single. And now at this age, you're saying this, it makes me proud it makes me happy that you're saying this because you used to see singleness as a, a like, like i did like i saw it as a bad thing like i saw it as like like i have all this love to give yeah. and it's just like you and know he's but a there's good guy. but he, there's like nobody guy. out there that is capable of receiving it or like yeah. it started to make me question my loving the wrong way yeah you know but it, like honestly it started to make me see things differently as i got older you know, I had a few years with sobriety and, you know, in that I did a lot of self-discovery work and 
I started to see where I had abandonment issues mm. with um, with one of my brothers, yeah. and I started to see that that's what I was looking for in partners and relationships was okay. something to fill that void of a missing brother, yeah. and not a romantic partner, not right. an intimate partner. I wasn't looking for that, and I was putting those constructs of needing a brother type person on my partners and okay. they couldn't fulfill that and yeah. that was like an uh, uh, unrealistic so yeah that was an unrealistic need that uh, nobody could provide for me because yeah. it was an unaware need i wasn't yeah. aware of it yeah until i became aware of it i'm like okay i know i could deal that with that in some other way and i know not to put those constructs on a partner and yeah. like and i could and i could identify like the trigger points and yeah. stuff like that okay. and that's something that i learned in so many arenas of of solitude. Yeah. Okay. What do you say, Jeff? Uh, well, like I said, Freedom. the first word. <laughs> Freedom. Um, I feel like that's a song. It is, but I'm not good mm. with pop culture, so we'll just go on from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, the first word that comes to mind is freedom, and and really the only reason that I think that is because like relationships have always served as like um, like a dog lead for uh-huh. me. You know, it was like here I can go so far, but then I reached the end of my chain, and, and that's how I knew where yeah. my boundaries were because I never. I mean, let's be honest, boundaries are talked about all the time and I've never learned or no one ever taught any of us as far as I know, like what those look like and how mm-hmm. to establish those. Yeah. So like I based my, where I stopped at yeah. out of consideration for another person. And I wasn't always successful for, with that either, you know? Okay. So, um, but I say freedom because in my older age, um, I'm a divorcee when I took that chain off, I had to figure out what boundaries were for me alone. Yeah. So, um, I came to a place like Adam said, where I started to understand kind of why I react or act a certain way Mm -hmm. in romantic settings. And it has a lot to do with like early childhood stuff that like, I'm trying to, you know, fill that void. Exactly. Um, but it's like, you know, figuring out that a that stuff isn't true but also b like i don't need anyone to complete me just to compliment me yeah like a relationship should enhance me it should never drain me exactly and, yes. Um, yes that's not yeah. what my marriage did i'm not saying that that was multiple things but it was you don't know what you don't know right mm-hmm. so when you're when you're in a relationship it's the first time you've ever been in that relationship yeah like it, when i was in a marriage it was the first time i was ever in a marriage now so i can you, tell you, you yeah, now I can tell you, like, well, I know what doesn't work. Exactly. So, yeah. and then make a choice to try to move forward differently. Yeah. And the first step in that is being single and really, like, owning, loving, accepting myself and being comfortable in my own company, which these yeah. two sound like they both have accomplished. Yeah. You know? so, so you feel like because the marriage wasn't that good, now that you're out of it, you're like, yes, that's what you say, freedom. Like, I'm, I'm discovering myself. I'm loving myself. I'm, I know what I want and I, what I don't want. Mm-hmm. Well, I say that. For sure, like that all resonates. But the other thing is, is there's a little bit of trauma because divorce is like a really serious situation. It is. So like we will be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, and we won't go into that. We will that. get into that later. On. <laughs> but like when I say freedom, it's almost like the thought of committed relationship today to me is scary in the effect that I don't ever want to have to go through causing that amount of pain again yeah. or feeling that amount of pain again. Yeah, you know, so like. When I say freedom, I'm like, I'm not going to get hurt. Yeah. That's what happens when you give yourself to someone, you t- basically give them the power over your heart. You're vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. 
And whatever they do with it, it does affect you. So, yeah, I get it. Okay, so when I hear uh, singleness... Oh, yeah, let's, I want to hear this. Honestly, I feel like I am going to have fun and make the best of it. Right? Because, I've, like I've said before, I've been single. I've been into a couple of relationships, but they never were that great. Right? It was rocky, and it just made me feel like... I don't want to put up with this, like you said. And it was a very long process of it, right? Um, so when I think singleness, I feel like it's just my friends. I'm, I'm doing whatever I want to do, meaning I'm, I'm going to accomplish my dreams. Nothing's holding me back. You know what I mean? Because when you are in a relationship, it's not just about you no more. Right. It's about you too. Well, especially for, you know, I don't know how you guys feel, but as women, we feel like we want to cater to our man, whatever he says goes, we want to be obe obedient, like, we want to make him happy, you know what I mean? That's, that's the, what women tend to do, even the baddest girl. I will never do that. Yeah, you will. Yes, you will. You're going to yes, fall. Yes, you, you will. You're going to fall, yes. and you're going to fall hard, and when you fall hard, guess what? You're always going to be forgetting about your friends, and then you're just going to be all about your man. That's how basically it is. That's how all of us are. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm looking at you, Adam. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. No, but Jeff. for me, I, I, I enjoy it because I guess I got not accustomed to being single, but because it took me a lot. Everybody was like, you need to get out of your cave, girl. Get out yeah. of your cave. Because yeah. I got so comfortable and so like, you know, I like my, my life. I like, um, I like to be, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I make myself happy, like, I make myself laugh, like, I, I like it. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I was thinking the other day, because I was preparing for this, and I was, like, in my room, watching TV, and I was like, am I ready for a man? Am I ready to be my, like, take my space from my bed, like, <laughs> am I ready to share my home, like, you know, wait, you well, what did you, well, stuff. what did yourself say? I don't know, I just, I was just clueless, because <laughs> I like it. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm out there doing, you know, every guy out there because i'm not what i'm trying to say is that i like my peace so much that i'm not hurt no more from the past like i've healed i'm sweating right i've healed but it's just i i enjoy it you know i, I don't have to answer to no one mm -hmm. i guess that's why i, I, like I it. definitely agree with you on that is that you can go do whatever yeah. you want you can go here go there do nothing if you want that you don't know if you do want to be yeah. in a relationship or not. And for me, I feel like I don't know how to be in a relationship because it's been so long. Yeah. So when people, guys, text me, my attitude, uh, not necessarily my attitude, but the way that I respond, I don't think it's that it's normal. I think I respond in a different way yeah. that maybe turns them off or maybe it's like, oh no, this girl is too maybe manly because i do have four older brothers so i have a different take on you are things. not manly compared not to me comment to, to me you are a sweet gentle little <laughs> young girl <laughs> well i've actually I, i'm pretty sure maybe you have been told this too because i can see that but i've been told that i'm intimidating oh, and yeah. i don't think that i am and I'm just like, where did they get that from? Well, like, I was just kidding. Intimidating comes from male culture because they don't like women that can carry themselves. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. When there's a, when there's a woman that takes care of themselves, like men are like, oh, you're intimidating. Why? Because I don't need you? That's, that's okay, thing. though. I, I that's, think, that's what you want. Honestly, yes. I, feel I love the way you said that. You know what? I, I trip on men that, like that because they should feel honored that we don't need them, right. but yet we choose you. To, we yeah. choose you, 
we don't need you, but because I choose you, that makes mm-hmm. you special. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. So I don't know why men get intimidated by strong women. It's like, yeah, I don't need you, but I would like to have you in my life. Like, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Damn. Yeah. That's a good one. But you know, when, <laughs> when that does happen, though, that's like the, I don't know where I was going with this, but when it does happen, where it's just like the accepting of like, I don't need you, but like I choose you. That's like the ideal like foundation for a beginning relationship. Yeah, and I think that's it's healthy right there. So. Yeah, because you're yeah exactly it is healthy because you're not in a codependent thing. Like you're not depending on that person to make you happy because you already have your own life like set up, and that's what you develop in your singleness. Yeah, like how you're saying like you don't know how to be in a relationship. It's I been think a while. I think it just happens like. Yeah. The person doesn't make you it just flows. uncomfortable. They make you comfortable enough to where there's the communication of yeah. like mm-hmm. that. It just like blooms like a flower. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that, and that's kind of like what I was thinking. It's as you get older, it's like you kind of figure out who you are, right? Yes. So why would you want to be in any situation where you can't just be who you are? Exactly. And my experience with past relationships has shown me that like. My next one, what I really am looking for is somebody that I can just be my true, authentic self yes. with. Like, I can be the same way with you when I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, like, sleep breath the whole nine, as I can be with you <laughs> yeah. while we're, like, out at 6 o'clock yeah. with a bunch of friends dinner exactly. in public, you yeah. know? Yes. And it's like... The reason that that's important is because I should never have to hide something Mm -hmm. from the person that I'm going to share the rest of my life with. Yeah. And the reason that I say that is because, like, you're supposed to be my best friend. There was stuff, there is stuff that, like, in relationships, you know, you want to be on your best behavior, right? Yeah, in the beginning. You want to show your best. Yeah, Yeah. but then, like, you figure out what triggers a person or what doesn't or what, like, you know, hits something that ticks them off a little bit. So you, like... Either don't let them know that you continue to do it if it's like drinking out of the milk carton. As minimal as that, right? (laughs) Or like you just don't talk about it. Instead, Mm -hmm. you change. So you're compromising yourself, right? Whereas communication is the biggest thing that Mm -hmm. I have learned in the last year and a half. Is that I'm going to tell you how I feel regardless of how you might feel about how Mm -hmm. I feel. We need to talk about that. That's something that I still need to work on, communication. Because if I don't like something, I'm like, all right, bye. Yeah. That's it. Done. Like, I, I just, I can't, I don't like drama. I don't like stress. I don't like none of that stuff. And I think that's where, like, once you find the person that you're willing to have those conversations with, that's how you know something's going to work. Because you got to be, like, strategical about this relationship yeah. thing, right? You're like, Especially I, in our age. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. well, like Andrea said, it's like, I don't want to just waste my time with somebody. Yeah, you, know, you just don't want to do you know, that. Especially not in their 30s. No. And it, you know, I don't want to be the guy that's 45 and still has a boyfriend. Yeah, you, know? so you, want, you want your man, you want your yeah. husband. Yeah, yeah. So what so. are you guys looking at? Like you just said, you're looking at what you're looking for, a man. What is it that you're looking for, Adam? Well, like... I, I'm going to say that I totally agree with Jeff on everything that he said because, <laughs> because it's, because it's the truth. And like the reason why you agree with it is because you recognize it as the truth because it's the truth. And for me, something that I have come to realize and recognize as a truth when, and going through the singleness period on how important telling the truth is. And yeah. that's a part of the communication process mm-hmm. of telling the truth. 
So what I'm looking for is somebody that I could constantly tell the truth with. Yeah. Because when you tell the truth, you're always going to get the right answer. Exactly, yeah. Like, whether they receive it or, or and reject it or receive it and accept it, you're going to get the right answer from mm-hmm. that person. And so... You know, I'm t- I'm totally going to plug an idea that I had earlier. I really want to start like this book of the club, book of the month kind of like thing. And the first one that I want to do is Brene Brown's um, Daring Greatly. And she talks. Oh, the book that you gave me? Yeah, the book that I yeah, gave yeah. you. Um, good book. Um, okay. And it talks about this subject um, about telling your truth and being in this arena of being vulnerable with the person that you're getting intimate with. Not only intimate, but in your family relationships, your yeah. friendships, your work relationships, you're getting into this arena of telling the truth and being vulnerable because you're totally just being raw with somebody and you have no control of the outcome. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, whatever you get back is what you're meant to get and that's mm-hmm. meant for your growth. Now, you could either take it as a, as a strike to your leg and take it as a wound or you could take it as something that's going to make you grow and know not to make that move again, yeah. that you can't share this with that person or... That vulnerability is going to be there on both sides, and you grow, and you guys both get stronger because you accept the yeah. truth for so each other. So that's the relationship you're looking for. Yeah, that's the that I could con- that the, somebody that I could constantly step in that arena with, and just know that I'm safe and vulnerable and stronger and brave and courageous at the same time. Ding ding ding. I was <laughs> and Andrea, what do you say? Uh, well, I definitely want somebody that's tall, dark, and handsome. No, <laughs> you know that's every, you know, like come on, that has to be on there. Yeah. Um, no, for Pina me. Colada is getting caught in the rain. <laughs> uh, for me, I have heard the saying, and I've said it too. I feel like um, guys look for somebody that is like their mom, and girls look for somebody that is like their dad. And maybe for some people, oh, it doesn't no, necessarily go. But I think for me, because I do have a dad, I do have four older brothers. Yeah, you guys did grow up with a family. Yes, I'm looking for somebody that mimics those those uh, same characteristics. uh, Yes, characteristics. I was running a blank. Those same characteristics as like being a provider, taking care of the family, being a protector. You know, just all of those different things that I see in my brothers and my dad. I want that for me and my family and whoever, you know, I meet. And yeah. I think we all take care of each other. And I want some, I can see in my past relationships that I was always the one, like, let me take you this. Let me do this for you. Let me do that. I want someone to do that for me. As well. So, yeah, it, yeah. yeah as well. It's mainly for me. It's mainly getting somebody that's going to do everything that I would do yeah. for them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's give and take. Yeah, I like, exactly. I, I like that. Like, basically, that's like one of your boundaries. Like, yeah. you just realize the boundary now that you want somebody that's gonna do the same as for you as you do for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, and like, not that you created this like set of rules, but you said, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give it like two or three times if they don't do out of their own need it's kind of gonna give me a signal yeah, that it's, it's not like, gonna be with I that want person you don't want to do the dishes but really yeah. you just want them to give the effort like i don't want to have to say can you bring me this can you get that for me like yeah. just you want somebody, it to be offered yeah offered not necessarily cater to but that's a good thing too yeah. but you know somebody that's gonna go beyond the way that i always go beyond like yeah. coffee like coffee yeah. and breakfast in the morning yeah, and exactly. stuff exceeding expectations and like acts of love i think that that's super important right like and there's something to be said when somebody does something for you without asking like i mm-hmm. i love when somebody knows me on that level even the little things yeah yeah even for sure but the the other thing that i like tread i will tread lightly with moving forward is like having expectations that are unspoken 
and then getting mad when they're not met. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, like, I can't fault somebody for not knowing how to read my mind. Exactly. Like, you have to say it. Yeah. And, like, I've been on both sides of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've had these expectations, and I've not met someone else's, but neither one of us talked about it. Exactly. You know? And sometimes you do have to say, hey, you know what? I, I don't mind doing the dishes, but I would love it if every once in a while you, you didn't it. mind. You have you to know? sometimes be yeah. straight out because, like you said, men don't or women don't read minds. Yeah, and, so, and sometimes it's like it's not that they aren't thinking about you or they don't want to do that little extra stuff as much as it – like in my past experience – they just were completely unaware of yeah. the things mm-hmm. they weren't. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't even on their radar. So I can't fault somebody yeah. for that. You know, yeah. because I'm I'm neurotic. Like I like my refrigerator to look a certain way. <laughs> you know, so it's like, why does why does the ketchup have to go in the same spot every time? Well, if you don't care how the refrigerator's <laughs> yeah. arranged and I do, then it don't makes sense to it. do it my way because you don't care anyway. Yeah, so yeah. put the damn ketchup yeah. back where it goes. But I never said, hey, it's important to me that the refrigerator yeah. stays tight. It's yeah. just the thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know it seems minuscule, but like when you're having a relationship, like a, a, a live-in, coexisting relationship, like that's yeah. the kind of stuff that you should look for. No, I like it. Yeah. So the one thing that I look for, the I, your guys' stuff was great. Right on target, right? I loved it. I agree with you guys. But honestly, my important thing is the guy has to be funny. Yes. Yeah, I could hundred percent agree with you. I love to laugh, and I love to make a guy laugh. Like I love it. And honestly, there's not a not to be mean, but there's not a lot of cute guys that are funny. (laughs) (laughs) I think I lucked out on that one. Then honestly, like it's rare. You know, there was just one guy that I one guy out of my whole thirty six years I met. He was funny, and I was like, damn. Damn it! <laughs> but what it was just, wrong with him? It didn't work out. It just didn't work out. But you know what? Um, I know that that's the one thing I am looking for uh, a man. I know it's supposed to be spirituality. That's the one thing. As a Christian woman, that's the one thing. But that's, for me, the second thing. Because I feel like life is so hard. I don't want it to be hard in my relationship. We need to find a way to crack each other, like crack a joke with ourselves. Even if the, the situation is serious. Like, I've been in serious... Um, um, fights and, and serious discussions, that, arguments, uh-huh, arguments that it just, it just drains you. Right. And you sometimes need someone that is going to crack a joke. Be like, Oh babe, you know what? I was stressed. I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like crack all that, you know, how can I say it? That, um, the hardness of mm-hmm. the situation. So that's why for me, that's the most important thing that a man is funny and who could, uh, likes my humor as well. Like that connection mm-hmm. for me, it's like, it has to be a must for me. And then the other ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> the other like, stuff you guys talked no, about, yeah, too. I like it, too. Yeah, the I agree with you. The honesty, I, I am for that. But for me, that's like the one thing. You have to laugh or get out of my house. Yeah, I think uh, we can all agree that some, somebody that is funny that can give take a joke and give a joke is definitely yeah. important. Because if you're funny, mm-hmm. they're not. They're maybe a little bit more reserved. They could get their feelings hurt and yeah but it's not even and it's not even that you're yeah and it's not even that you're trying to be mean or harsh or anything it's just that that's the type of person you are that you like to have a good time and if that person isn't receiving that it's not gonna work yeah and when you guys said about you know how you were saying about uh you want the the women tend to look for the guy of like the dad Mm -hmm. and it's funny because i said oh my god no because (laughs) everybody who knows my dad is out of the picture he's Mm -hmm. i don't know where he's at but 
the only thing I do know is that I did fall into that trap that I was getting the same type like my dad. And that's why my relationships were not working out because I was choosing the wrong guy. And then I started looking at, um, at my apostle the, at church, mm. how he was with his wife, how he funny, how funny he was and how wise he is. And I'm like, that's the that's male figure I that I was missing yeah. that I always wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I stopped dating. Like a lot of moms. Like Ray's mom, Evelyn's mom, every mom tells me, Rosa, why are you still single, mija? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> men, no. men are trash. No, no. It, and, but the reality is, I just don't put myself out there. Like, yeah. literally, I was in a cave. Like, I just like being alone. But if I ever do, you know, go out there and look for a guy, it would be more like my my leader that I really yeah. see as a man should be with his wife. Exactly. Right? And to find a man who's Christian, funny, and wise, Lord that's what Jesus, That's what you call a miracle. You scene. miracle right there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's why, you know, to answer your guys' question, that's why I'm single, because I just haven't met that man that I could submit to. Because I right. see marriage, what the Bible says, and what the Bible says a woman is to submit to her husband, right? I haven't met a man that I could say, all right, you lead the way. I, I love that. I just, I just haven't met that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's they're very rare. So this is why I'm single. Just to answer you guys' question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go out with your lessons. What's like you've been in past relationships, right? Both yeah. of you, all yeah. three of you have been in past relationships. I wish I could say nah, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what have you guys learned from your past relationships? Who wants to go? Uh, I guess everybody's looking at me. So. Yeah, you go, smart. You go, you go, Mr. Smarty Pants. You go, Mr. Smarty Pants. Because you, you guys been in relationships, but what have you learned now? Because you're still single. So what have you learned from your past relationships? What did they ta- teach you? They taught me what I want, um, which, like I said earlier, like now I know what I don't want. But uh-huh. from that, I was able to start looking at what I want. Because we get that question a lot, like... What do you want? What are you looking for? And that's so hard to peg down. But once I look at what I don't want, that makes it a lot easier for me to identify the things that I'm actually looking for that, like, maybe I haven't even been honest enough with myself about, you know? So, um, but, like, communication is huge, like I already mentioned. Like, I should not, like, I have a best friend from high school, like you two. Like, I have a best friend from freshman year of high school like Aww. i haven't talked to her in a couple months but like we are those friends that like when we rosa? check she's rosa? yeah she's my rosa she's uh she's she's just awesome she's my yeah. best friend like i literally know that she will be there for me no matter what like mm-hmm. and through certain situations like outside of sobriety and stuff she said jeff because i would always be really honest with her um she said jeff you know what i'm either going to be at your side when you figure things out or I'm going to be at the side of your casket, but either way I'm going to be there. Yeah. Like that's the kind of person that I want in a relationship. Yeah. And, um, I should have that in my partner. My partner should your best friend like that. Yeah. Like, and I should be able to tell them everything. Yeah. Like I think where me and partners that I've had have gotten tripped up in the past is when I try to be honest, they take things personally. Yeah, and I agree with you. 
And it's like, if I'm just trying to be honest with you about how I am, that doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with how I am. And I need you to know this about me if you want to love me. If you want to offer unconditional love to me, you need to be able to know all of me. Because I think all of us have like a little monster. Okay. And like, I want to love your monster too. Oh, yeah. And I want you to love That other side. You know? So. Yeah. That's a good one. What do you say, Adam? I I like that monster analogy. I think I like your monster. Um... So, what I learned out of really, I think, you know, when you're in the relationship, you don't know that you're learning it, right? But it's not until when you're out of the relationship, in that solitude yeah, that I, mean, I meant, like, like in that solitude that I mentioned earlier, is like you realize like what you want, and how I said I want someone that I could be truthful and honest with. Yeah. I want somebody that I could like could laugh with. Um, I want to. I want somebody that I could just talk nonstop with. And actually have dead silent silence with, yeah. but still be connected. So that's what you've learned. Yeah, that's what I've learned. That that's important. Like, yeah, the whole like be at a party and look at each other from across the room and boom, know you're connected. Like it's like that connection is not um, fading or disconnected. It's just always there because the communication is just there. And for me, what I learned is like how important that communication is yeah. and how important it is to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, um, one of the things, um, that I learned was, you know, like I was, you know, praying to God one night and I was like, you know, thank you God for this, you know, this new relationship thing that you have me in, you know, like, I don't want to mess it up. I'm afraid of messing it up because it feels really good. And, you know, of course, you know, you get that instant moment of what you think the answer is for me. That's really God answering you right at that moment. Like the best thing that can, that could come to your mind, it's God answering you in that moment. First thought your first thought and it was just like well for this to work you need to let them be your be themselves just as much as you want to be yourself yeah let them be themselves and that's and you won't mess it up and i just i felt content in that and i felt peace and i felt all right i know i could do that and the laughing the communication the non-stop talking that's something that i thrive on and you know provides that inner glow and light that's what i want someone that could just like you know, brighten my day up and shit just by a fucking joke, a meme, a text, whatever. Like, that's you know, that's what I know what I'm looking for. Somebody that doesn't dim my light but helps brighten it. Okay, what do you learn, Twinkie, from your past experience from um, your relationships? For me, I think I've learned, not I think, I know I've learned it's okay to have, um, it's okay for us to dis, not disagree, I don't know how to word it. It's okay for them to not want to do something, for me not to want to do something, as much as I want to cater to them, it's okay to say, no, I don't want to do that, or I don't want to do this, you know, have basically your own... I feel like when I am in a relationship, I give my all, I give my everything, and it's okay to still keep a little bit of that for myself, because in the end, you really do only have yourself. Right. And when I went through, like, my breakups or whatever, I felt like I had nothing. So I do feel now that it's okay to have a little piece to myself. Yeah. You know, it's okay to not have to go everywhere and do everything with them. You know, you can do things by yourself. And that's one thing that I've definitely learned. Like I said in the beginning, I'm very content with being alone. Yeah. Not necessarily alone because I have my family and my friends, but I'm okay with being by myself. Yeah, like being on your own. Yeah. Yeah, being on my own. I'm okay with being on my own. I'm okay with doing things. So it showed you that you are a strong woman that yes. you don't you're not codependent on somebody. Yes. As much as I want to be in a relationship, 
I know that I can still handle things on my yeah. own. Having a man is just a plus. Yeah, good. I like that. And like what you were saying about like it's okay to still go do things like by yourself. Like mm-hmm. I think the security of a relationship, and I've dealt with this in the past, like you want to be with that person all the time. Mm-hmm. And when they're not with you, you wonder what they're doing. And mm-hmm. and it did get, it gets to a place where like both of you start sacrificing your identities. Yeah. yeah. And Losing it should yourself. be okay to like go kick it with your boys on Thursday night. Go play yeah, poker or whatever yeah. you yeah. do. And like I'm going to go do my thing. And the security in the relationship is knowing that you're going to be there when I come home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like I don't need to worry about go- what goes on between then and when I see you again. Yeah. Because that's our relationship. Yeah. You know? So like and because I've had the same thing like you don't you don't ever do anything separate and then at some point you're just gonna drive each other crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. when you're comfortable when yeah. you're yeah in that yeah. relationship that's a good one you, what i've oh go ahead no like because like if you if you think about it like i could think about it it's like when you hear couples that are in therapy and stuff like that, that's like one of the main things the therapist says is like you guys need to do things on your own and it's just like that's you know, if you keep that in mind in the beginning of the relationship, that's what it was. Like, your separate identities, but also come together at the end to share what you did throughout the day. Yeah. Instead of having that, like, one couple mentality of, like, we are each other. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, like, sharing Facebooks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, no. <laughs> no, I know. A lot of people yeah, do that. But what I've learned, honestly, it, like, it, I haven't been in long-term relationships, but the relationship that I've been in, the one thing I did learn is you chose them. Yes. It's it's a 50-50 thing. Because yeah. I see a lot of women out there complaining when they break up. Oh, he was so mean, blah, blah, blah. But you let them. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that. You were there too. It's a 50-50 thing. It's not just the whole guy who did this to you. You were there too. You allowed it. You, you let him into your life. Like That's what I've learned that whoever you let in in your life, you chose them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's one thing that I've always I look for in a, in in everybody, even friends, families, because not just because they're family doesn't mean they need to be in your life. Mm-hmm. I yes. look at their character and if they're good to have around, because people could suck the life out of you, or people can you know help you, inspire you, whatever it is, right? So I've learned um, that's the one thing that I've always learned because I would just. Like I said in my previous uh, podcast uh, topic, oh, I would turn a blind eye. And you can't do that. Like, you really have to be on it because you are, like I said, we're getting older. We can't afford it. Mm-hmm. We can't afford to have the wrong person in our life. So that's what I've learned to be more trucha about, okay, is this guy worth my time? Is this guy worth my love? Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I've learned, like, honestly. I, and I love that because, like, so when I did decide to become single again, um, part of my motivating factor, and if my ex is listening to this, I apologize, but I'm sure you already knew this. I still love you and my <laughs> friends and all the things. Everything's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're not going to say your but, name. Yeah. But my mom lost, I mean, she was married to my stepdad for 20 years. Yeah. And I know that she was unhappy for quite a long time. Mm. And then she started over at 50 years old, single again. Mm-hmm. And starting over at 35 is different than starting over at 50. Again, mom, I love you, but I've told you this too. Like, there's not a lot of rebound time. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that's why, like, it's important to... Unless you're going to be a golden girl then. Yeah, right? Diva. Uh, But, yeah, it's like what you were saying. Like, 
what you allow will continue. Exactly. You know, so yeah. figure out who you are, figure out what your yeah. boundaries are. Yeah. And then that helps you figure out who fits that. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So. That's what the singleness is all about. So you can learn who you are. And so you can learn what is best for you to let in. Like we don't have to be hating each other because that's what happens when you let the wrong person in. You start arguing and then the end of the relationship, you guys hate each other. Yeah. Why do that? Just right. be like, you know what? It's not working out. You're not my cup of tea. I'm not your cup of tea. Let's just go our separate ways and love each other from far away. Exactly. That's the best way to do it. Because especially when you're in our age, you're, you, you, you can't don't afford. Got time. You don't got time no more. Ain't nobody it's, got time for no. that. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm going to jump to the next uh, question is we are, I'm 36. We're in our 30s. In the Mexican culture, that means el tren ya te se pasó, which means the train already passed you. Right? How do you guys feel when you guys go to your family reunion and you're the single one? How does that make you guys feel? Come on, let's be honest. When you go to the weddings or, oh, catch the bouquet. I'm like, oh, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. Well, I think with Twinkie Bee and my sister, I think whenever the family would do like the couples outings, we were the single couple. One? We were the single couple. You know, and a lot of times, Adam wouldn't, like half the time, Adam wouldn't go. So I was like, the seventh wheel, the ninth wheel, the thirteenth wheel. I was always the odd wheel out because my brothers have wives, yeah. my cousins yeah. have husbands or boyfriends, whatever it was at the time, and I was always the odd one out. And of course, because we're family, we don't single people out like, oh no, she's single, let yeah. her go walk by herself. No, we did things together as a family, and you know it was fun. I never felt like I was that single you know, wheel by itself, trying to get going, yeah. you know? But when it was time to take pictures, I was always the one taking the pictures of the couples. Yeah. You know, when it was time to and eat. And then it's your selfie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like right there, you know? And when it's time to eat, I'm sitting across from a chair, you know, yeah. that there's no Or children. In. Yeah, our children, you know? So it is a little bit, it was harder, but um, I forgot what you were saying. I'm sorry. What about, oh, that, that we were like, the couple. Oh, yeah, me and Adam were the couple. And, yeah. And, and, like, our outings and stuff like that, yeah. and the whole being single and stuff. We would show up together. <laughs> yeah, we would show up together, like, at our fa at our family, like, outings. It was just meant for the couples and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Damn. So, but, yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, honestly, little by little, with all my friends from high school started to get married, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm still single. Partying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to say anything about that like, when you're the single in the room? Uh, well, I mean, I'm the white guy here, so... The <laughs> <laughs> you guys okay. <laughs> no, but uh, it's it's weird being... It's weird going from married to single. Oh, okay. And uh, because, like, you know, like, those... There's, there's like, an ABC list to life, right? Yeah. You go to school, then you're supposed to go to college, and you meet somebody, and then you get married, and then you buy a house, and yeah. then you have kids, and, like, that's, that's the, just, like, yeah. yeah. And uh, so when you take steps back, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, yeah. What um, am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you have to just, like, act like your good self around your family because they support you, and you're supported, and it's yeah. cool. Um, I don't know, but, like, as far as being around people or going to those functions... No, I, my family's like where I'm chill. Yeah. Like yeah. I can be I can be quiet and nobody says anything or yeah. I can be the life of the party and everybody laughs or I can be a giant brat yeah. and they'll call me on my shit but they still love me. Uh -huh. You know, so like 
I don't worry about if I have somebody else. Actually, I'm probably a little bit more reserved when mm-hmm. I have somebody else around my family. Because mm. I'm like, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the family. Like, yeah. different. Yeah. You because I don't want them to treat it like, yeah, I like think that's I mean, my like, family. You don't get to talk about my mom the way I talk about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can no. say whatever I want about my mom. I always will love her. But if yeah. you say, if you use what I said to talk about my mom, then I will cut you out so quick. Yeah. Like, I so I'm going to act a little bit right around my family when you're there just because I don't want you to think you can act wrong. Yeah. That's <laughs> yes. Right. Only I can talk mm-hmm. about your mom. Yeah. You cannot talk about my mom. Yes, I feel that. <laughs> I I think, too, um, for me at least, I never felt any pressure. Like, my brothers were always telling my mom, just let her. If she's not pregnant, she's not doing anything wrong. And my mom would get so (laughs) upset because she was, like, that old school, you're a virgin until you're married, Mm -hmm. and then you, you know, have kids and whatever. And so uh, now I'm 30, and almost 31 in February, and my second oldest brother Almost every time we are together, he's like, so when are you going to have kids? And I'm like, yeah, um, marriage comes first. I need to have, yeah, right? Like, I need to get a boyfriend, and then I need to get married, I and then have kids. <laughs> you know, like. I think I need a man for that. Yeah, I think, I think I need a little bit of help. Uh, you know, but even he, because he has three kids, we only have another nephew, and so he only has one nephew. I yeah. have a lot, because they've all had kids. Except for, you know, me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't have any kids to give them another niece or nephew. So he's like, I want someone to play with, you know? Like, yeah. So I definitely feel like, dang, like, I want to have a kid so he can play with them, you know? Yeah. Not only for that, but <laughs> I want to yeah. have a kid, yeah. too. Do you want to have kids, Adam? I, yeah, like, I that whole thing, like, Twinkie was saying, like, like, I feel that same way, too, in a way. But also, when I see my brothers interact with their sons... Like and how seeing my nephews when they were when they were kids, like I always thought of it as like my brothers get to see what they were like when they were kids Mm -hmm. through their sons. Yeah, I want to be able to experience that too. I want to see whether he's whether my kid is a boy or a girl. I want to see what I was like as a kid, Mm -hmm. and I think that's what having a kid is is that you get to see what you were like as a kid. I will not have and and like (laughs) yeah right (laughs) and like I want to have that you know I want to and that's one thing that I feel i get when i'm around family is like i want to be able to contribute more family members to my family yeah you know like and i think that's what a a driving part in finding the right partner in a relationship is somebody else that wants to have that same idea about growing a family as well you know like and being happy do you have do you want to say um i swing back and forth on this topic because obviously being a gay man like i have a more of a choice in the matter not that not that straight couples don't have a choice but the, a lot of times unplanned pregnancy happens and then that's yeah. when you decide you have kids um for uh i mean i'm the product of that but uh <laughs> but uh for me like i went through a phase where yeah i wanted to have the family and the american dream and stuff and then i realized that like i wasn't really living the traditional american dream anyway and then in adult life like i like the expendable income i'm not gonna lie like selfishly at the point in my life that i was at and that i am at uh i don't want children because they're a huge expense like i see a lot of my friends like you had mentioned that go to high school or that i went to high school with and um i mean they i'm i'm kind of running around doing whatever i want at this point in our lives and they are very tied and they love their kids and they love their life and i'm happy for them but like 
Everybody's different. Yeah, like I like to pick up and leave on the weekend if I need to, or you know, I uh, you know I have like a tennis shoe fetish. Like if I and it's not about you anymore, and yeah. I can't say that I'm at a maturity level where like I can you make can it that. not just about me. Yeah. But the flip side of it is, as I've gotten a little bit older, I think about like two things. When I was younger, I had an aunt and an uncle who lived in um, New Hampshire. They were like 45 minutes from Boston, Massachusetts, and I used to go there every um, every summer for two to four to sometimes like six weeks and uh, I would hang up there, hang out up there and I loved them. And like, they were awesome. They didn't have any kids. Well, my uncle did from a previous marriage, but they were older. So like they didn't have any kids. And like, I felt like this center of the universe when I stayed with them. And then like, they would send Jeff home and go back to their normal single, like productive lives. Yeah. Yeah. And like, (laughs) I'm I'm totally down with being cool. Uncle Jeff who lives in California. And like, I show you an awesome time and I send you home. I love my sister, but you know, it's time to take your kids back kind of thing. You know? (laughs) And then again, the second thing is as I get older, maybe if I hit late forties, early fifties, like Maybe I want my chance to screw up a little human being. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah. I want to be prepared for yeah. it. Like, I think I would be a good dad, and I would love the opportunity to, like, help someone grow yeah. that's going to help perpetuate change in this world or whatever. Like, not that that I will groom them to do that, but, like, all of us have an impact, you yeah. know? And I would like to have an impact on someone that's going to have an impact. Yeah, you that's know? nice. So, that would be nice. Honestly, yeah. like, I get a lot of – a lot of guys have asked me if I wanted kids. I'm like, oh. <laughs> No, I don't want kids, right? <laughs> and I, I guess that's why I've ne- I haven't been in a, in a hurry to get married because I generally just don't want kids. I mean, I work with kids. I run a daycare, so I know how kids are from when they're born until they're 13. So I'm like, that's a turnoff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want kids, right? And then, but I know I would be a good mom because I know what it is to raise a child. Like all the, the kids that I've got from you know, infancy, they call me mommy. When they're toddlers, they, they call me mommy, and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> but they call me mommy. Like, so they see me as a mother figure, right? And so I know I'll be good with kids, but I just, I don't, I'm, I'm just, there's so many reasons why I don't want them. It will take a great man. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you afraid that you won't be as good with your own kids, maybe? No, it's not, it's not fear. Okay. It's not fear at all. It's just so many things. I could go down the list. I don't want to give birth. That I, I don't want to do that. I don't want my body to open up for a human to come out of my body. I don't want to do that, right? It's expensive. Yeah. The way the world is right now, you know, no. it's burning and no. <laughs> it's flooding. Yeah, you know, like, that. there's so many things that is happening <laughs> That's so and I'm funny, just kind of like, do I really want to put a child into this? Right. <laughs> right. You know, so, but if, if, like I said earlier, like, if I do meet a man who's a good leader, all right. You better teach those kids. <laughs> if you want kids, you better teach them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay, next question. What advice would you give young singles, like 20-year-olds, who are going to start? <laughs> you have. Don't like, do it. Yeah. Wait, since we're older, we, can, we know how dating life is, marriage life is. What advice would you give? I think I would. T- I would definitely tell them, do not get into a relationship for the sake of the relationship. I feel like a lot of people get okay. into a relationship just because they want to have a boyfriend or just because they want to have a, a girlfriend. And then eventually they end up accidentally getting pregnant or, mm-hmm. you know, how it goes. And I think that's what I would tell them because you're young. You're young. Figure out what you like, what you don't like, and then, you know, look for somebody. I'm not saying don't do anything. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Meet different people. And you might think, like, you know what? I like how that person is. That's 
take that, put that into the category of what you want and, and take away else. from whatever. Yeah, you take liked. away from that. Bit of getaway person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stay away, but you I know, like that little part of you though. Stay, get, know what you like and what you don't like, and don't be in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship. Yeah. Because not only part. does it it affect you, it also affects the people that are around you, mm-hmm. like your family or whoever you introduce them to. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. I like it. I'm What's like bursting at the seams right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to jump at him real quick. Go okay. Ahead, go, for it, go, for it. <laughs> go ahead, Adam. No, go, go for ahead. it. No, no, no. I, have, I need time to collect my thoughts, though. I just feel like in your early, like, post-teen years, you don't know what love is. You're not in love. Yeah. Go it's sit lust. down. It's lust. Yeah, don't confuse, like, your raging hormones yeah. with, like, wanting to spend your life with somebody. Yeah. And there are people that have success at that. But, like... Spend some time experiencing life first. My mom had me at literally 25 days after her 18th birthday. Like, mm-hmm. And she was a kid, and then she was a mom, and then she was a wife, and then a mom again. And yeah. then, like I said, you know, like, go live your life. Like, have yeah. those experiences. Because... Well, travel the world. Because you're 12. Like, your bedtime is 9 o'clock. Stop I it. Am. You're not in love. <laughs> go sit down. Go study. Sit down, yeah. yeah, that's it. Don't rush I, it. That's funny because like I remember my brother. Um, I remember my brother being like in the fifth grade and having his first girlfriend, and my parents talking <laughs> to my say. parents talking to him about like you can't you know have a girlfriend. You're in, you're in the fifth grade. You're like what like you're what ten nine years old at that time. Yeah, like ten. Right, and like ten or eleven, and then he's all like. But I love her! <laughs> you know, it's just, it was so funny. Like, my family loves that story oh, of it. Because it's, it's just like, you don't know what that yeah. is. Like, and um, so, like, what I would tell, like, young, you know, lovers is, um, I want to say this. I really want to say this, but do I really believe it? Yes and no. But it's something that I went by, and it's got me into a whole lot of experiences. But I learned from all those experiences to what, I, and it's developed me to I, what I I'm am now. now. But it's it? like how I would always tell you: like it's better to have loved and lost than to. Wrong! Have, it's I better. It's wait, wait, wait. Let me say it. Let me say it. It's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. And it's true. Good luck repairing that heart. And it's true. <laughs> and it's true in a way because it's like you get that experience of loving someone. Whether it's a peaceful breakup or a tragic one, you get what you need out of that relationship. You know, Lessons going into learned. going into a spiritual concept, all your relationships <laughs> are actually divinely assigned to you. Like yeah. you're meant to learn something out of every single relationship that you're in. Or you could just say, "Not today, Satan." Yeah, <laughs> not say, not not today, Satan. Not today. But you know, that's how you learn to say that, though. Really, like you go through those experiences and you realize, oh, I need to say that to this person the next time I see this pattern of um, traits or characteristics in a person. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I, that's, that's what I would say. Like it has cliche and like, no, wrong, red flag, you know, as it sounds, it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Okay, because, right. you know, it's just engage. It's better to have that relationship than to have never had it at all. It's better to have that experience than to have never had experienced it at all. At all, and I think that's what I will want to say. It's an experience. Learn from it. Take the lesson, 
like you know go through the trauma that it might have had but take the lesson that's the important but part learn not the it. trauma exactly. don't repeat it so yeah the yeah, student take the lesson. lesson will be repeated until the student passes exactly. the test right and, and trust me so, life will make you repeat it and yeah. I, and i think that's where the trauma is the trauma is the test like that to see if you learn from the lesson like if you get re- get a repeated sense of trauma over and over again, and you're going through it with different relationships, different people, different and different from. patterns, yeah. you're not you're over that lesson. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's you. Yeah. So I think that's it. Like the like, the relationship is the experience that you're meant to go through. Yeah. See it as that. Don't try to put so much of a divine effort on it that oh it's God sent and this and that because that's when you're setting up. I know, I know, because I used to be that way. I used to be that way. Don't I used to be because I used to be that way. Don't put it so much on a God sent sign because you're setting yourself up for false expectations at that moment. And just don't do that because that's what hurts the most. Yeah. Yeah, Don't put anybody on a pedestal because we all got clay feet. Like I am going to fail you at some point. Yeah. And you're going to get disappointed by the truth. And, you know, like you were saying earlier, we all have that ugly side. Are you going to accept that or no? You know, I I think I would give the advice. Um. A little bit similar to Jeff's, but more like love yourself, yes. love your life, mm-hmm. then love a person. Yeah. Mm. Like, honestly, you have to love yourself. I cannot stress that enough. You have to love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you're going to give yourself to the wrong one, and that wrong one's going to treat you wrong. And then you're going to start disliking yourself even more. So it just builds up even something uglier inside than um, it should have happened, right? If you love yourself first, you're going to try to love your life. You're going to do things that you were like, oh, my God, guess what I did yesterday. Oh, my God, look what I'm working on today. Yes, oh yes, Oh, my God, yes. I have a better future tomorrow, right? And then when you're able to love yourself and love your life that you created yourself, then you're going to be able to love properly the other person. Right. And then when you meet that person, you're going to see, is this person loving me the way I deserve or not? Mm-hmm. Because you're loving yourself, you're respecting yourself. Right. So if you see that they're not loving you right, move it along. Mm-hmm. I got other things to do. Right. So that's why that's my advice to the young ones. Love yourself, love your life and then get in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Then choose out there. OK, do you guys have a conclusion or should we keep going? What do you, what do you guys want to do? Um, no, those <laughs> do you, it was that all your questions? That so far that that's what I have. Okay, because I think that was a great uh, conclusion to mm-hmm. wrap up. I on. do. I like. I was listening to you talk, and I was like, "Damn, look at God," because like oh, that was like, okay. like like that was spoke from the heart and reached the heart. You yeah, know what I'm saying? that's like, something that I had to learn. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to start crying. Not kidding. No. no, but it's true. That's something that I had to learn because. If you're not going to love yourself, then people are going to drag you through the mud. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to care because they see that you don't love yourself enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah what you allow continues. Exactly. And, the, and I realized about a man that if you let a man treat you a certain way, they start losing respect for you. And the moment they start losing respect for you, then that's when they start dragging you even more. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Why is this happening? Right. Like, I remember I would fight back with this person that was trying to drag me through the through the mud. And I'm like, no, you you cannot belittle me like I will fight back. Right. And it, and, and it would just explode to arguments. And then I thought to myself, 
why am I putting up with this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is going on here? And I even ask God, why am I choosing these guys? Well, because you're, you are not loving yourself enough. Mm -hmm. You see things differently. Like I, like I've said earlier, the last podcast that I was a, a big girl, right? That big girl mentality was always there mm -hmm. because even though I look different, the mentality was still gordita and it was implanted in me yeah. that nobody liked gordita. So mm -hmm. that's why I lowered my standards. Right. Yep. And, and that's why I was choosing the wrong guys because I didn't love myself when I lost the weight though. When I was gordita, I loved myself, but when I lost the weight, I just felt more insecure for some reason because the girls started seeing me a certain way, like mean, and then the guys started seeing me just like like bait, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just more like, damn. This isn't what I thought it was. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. I started dating in my, late, in my early 20s, right. not in high school. Yeah, I know. So I didn't know. Right, so that's the most experience that I will tell somebody is like, no matter how you look, no matter what way you are, no matter if you're not smart enough or whatever, love yourself. Mm -hmm. The right person will love you the way you deserve. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. that. That's something. And that, you deserve it. Yeah. Like that's that's the yeah. thing to remember. I think a lot of us think we don't deserve that. Deserve yeah. It, you know. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, I I, I love your last two like flows that you did right now because like, so like, but... like it's like really like you're i feel like you're really opening it up and just letting you know whatever universe god speak straight through you like the message that everybody needs to hear that the purpose of what this part episode was for was said in your last two flows yeah. you know salud. that was buddy my dog just yeah, sneezed right salud. now bless you buddy <laughs> he had something to say um <laughs> So, no, like, I think that's just great. Like, I think um, the idea of what singleness is is different for everybody. And I think the the thing that we all agreed on is, like, in the singleness, you find out what you want. You find out what you're looking for. And who you, and, and who you are. Yeah, and who you are. And that's the main one is who you are. All right, guys. All right, guys. Well, that was it. I guess I just gave my final conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you guys around. Bye.